following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. And welcome to a brand new episode of the Two Point Conversation Football Talk for Fans by Fans, right here on the network. Whew, I'm out of breath. The Steel Reserve is kicking my ass. Right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside with me for your Week 10 Weekend Roundup, the one, the only, Mr. David Brick. Wow, I felt like a legend with that intro. I, I gotta hype you guys up, man. I yeah. can't pay you, so I got to you up. I got to boost your <laughs> yeah, ego. I love it. Stroke the ego, buddy. I, I love that. I did pay you in beer today. So. Yes, you did. And, I mean, now we're out of breath together as we drink beer together. Steel Reserve is heavy, man. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you say that. You go, I don't know. <laughs> it's 8.1% alcohol. Oh, oh, you're just, you're. you're... It's, it's a high-gravity lager. So, yeah, I mean, it says it right in the can. You're really vibing over there. I'm really vibing. That is that is the word. I got, it's, it's, we're continuing the, the trend it is. of vibe. It's, it's darkness out there, <laughs> and we got the light, the little light going on. Yep. It's, so. We're back in the closet in the dark. In the closet, in the dark. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, 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 we are. I need like smoke signals to know where you are. But <laughs> I know you're in here I somewhere. Can't see you, bro. <laughs> you're in here. I could tell. I think maybe. I don't know. Possibly can hear you, Marco. Uh. <laughs> oh, you are in here. <laughs> I knew it. Okay, so I mean, listen, we're doing these episodes. You haven't complained about fantasy football yet. How you? Think? <laughs> At least on the recording aspect. How, um, how, how are we feeling, bro? Well, uh, I think I'm going to retire this year. I can't this stand it. it. Fantasy football is literally a scam. It's all. <laughs> it's just a scam. It's all luck. Like we're at an age where like running backs don't like. There's a different running back every week for a different team. There's like no like I don't know. Back in the day, it was like. You know, every team had a top running back that gets you a point. This year, it's like it's like a gamble at starting an RB one and two, and then the number of injuries I've had. It's like the gods of fantasy football are cursing me. I've Russell Wilson finally comes back from injury. I've been waiting for this day for weeks, and he's got me two points today. I might tell you this: don't feel bad. <laughs> Feel like a real asshole. I told people to start him this week because I'm like, this has WWE. Feel like a real. I really like that. This has WWE like storyline like written all over it. Like, oh man, the big comeback. Yeah, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers shootout, and that yep. game is anything but a shootout. When it hit three nothing, like, and it's in the third, and I'm just like, I, I what are they I, even at right? Now? Oh damn. Okay, Packers whooping that ass. Yeah, so. it's just I, I'm over it. I'm, I'm over fantasy football. I have one league that I actually do enjoy. It's a dynasty league, and it's like. If I'm bad, I feel like a good general manager moving picks and pieces around to get my team better. Now I'm actually a decent team again. And, like, that's fun. But, like, the one-and-done years, it's just so hard to, like, craft a team that, A, is healthy and, B, is consistent. 
I, I no, I know exactly what you're it's saying. So like that's I, how like our, our studio league has kind of been. It's 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 one and done because the number of people have like, been so different. Yeah, over the last couple years, so it's kind of hard to. I just I used to always be a top team in every big fantasy league that I've done. Not trying to act like I'm the best ever, but I've always been like no, a good shit, team for real. Like you go, you can go on my fantasy like you know Yahoo league, and it gives you your history. Like I'm I'm up there. I'm in the platinum division. I just I don't understand why the last like two years of fantasy. I've just been absolutely horrible. I just unlucky, can't make the playoffs, can't even string together a win. Like last week, I had Tyreek Hill, Aaron Jones at a third person. I needed like 24 points. I get like 20 and I lose. It's like, come on. Damn, DK just got ejected. Who? DK. Oh, He's man. like my DK. dude. I, I just had an offer to trade him Donkey away today. Kong. Did you? Yep. For so, what? Okay. And one of my leagues, I hate trading. First and foremost. Trading is, like, impossible with the, the more money you are involved in a league, I feel like. I've been doing good. I've been winning just fine. All right? This mm-hmm. dude, my buddy Donnie. Shout out to Donnie. I know he doesn't listen to the show, but shout out Donnie anyways. Hey, Donnie. Um, he offered me Pat Fryermuth and A.J. Dillon. Who, who the hell is Pat? That's the tight end for the uh, the Steelers. Is he good? He's actually pretty good. Really? But, yeah. But he offered me those two for D.K. Metcalf. And let's see what's happened today. Oh, uh, DK Metcalf gets ejected. Okay, I mean, like I said, that's that's probably a one-time thing. Yeah, I don't think it would turn into suspension, but probably not. Oh, oh, Aaron Jones. Oh, MCL. And then there you go. And AJ Dillon is AJ Dillon's like good. I know. So like him, this is- him taking over for Jones. If Jones is like long term out, like that's a that would have been a steal. Yep. And I declined it. Well, <laughs> at the time, it makes sense. I would go over there and re- re-offer it, see what happens. Uh, we'll see. He pulled it. He pulled the offer. Oh, I, he I, did? I, he did. He offered it, and then he pulled it. I said, do, I you, love, need, I, do you have an, like a lot of receivers? Uh, here, let me run through my roster. This one's a, a weird one. It's a one running back start a league because 14 teams. Okay, that it's makes sense. It's one running though. back. Um... So who's your running back? Aaron Jones. So that's... Uh, okay, so here's my roster. Dak Prescott, Aaron Jones, Cooper Cup, Cortland Sutton, Ooh. Ricky Seals-Jones at tight end, DK Metcalf, Leonard Fournette, who's awesome, Michael Badgley is my kicker, Austin Hooper is at tight end, pulled him out of my lineup finally, he has a really good day. Uh, Naheem Hines, Matt Ryan, and Will Fuller, who I don't know why I still have him. So who's your other receiver outside Metcalf? Sutton and Cup. Okay. Sutton and Cup. And how many wide receivers do you start? I start. Uh, it depends on the week. So you got I got three right now. I got three in the starting So two wide right receivers, now. I'm assuming, on a flex, maybe? Um, or is it just It's two flexes. Two flexes, oh, okay. two wide receivers. I would do. I, I At that time, I wouldn't have accepted that. But, okay. So because he swindled me on a few trades. Yeah. He was in my family league one year, mm-hmm. and somehow he ended up with six of the top 10 running backs in the league. It was the year Zeke got, Zeke got suspended, so he waited on him and snatched him up. He had Melvin Gordon. Um, oh dang! Oh god, who else did he have? That see, like that's a trade where like that's uh, like he's trading away a backup to get like a decent receiver with Russell Wilson. Like he knows what he's doing, but like oh, he's a carny bastard. But realistically, like with Aaron Jones getting hurt, that trade hurts him a lot. <laughs> so right? No, I know. I could have. Like, I'm doing really good. That's a fifty dollar league. Buy in okay. league, yeah. and uh, and I'm doing pretty good in that league right Sounds now. Sounds like you have a pretty good team for 14 teams. Yeah, I'm the second. I'm the two seed right now. So damn, 
I wish I could be that close to a seed in any of Yeah, but I'm going to lose in the first round of the playoffs, like always. Yeah, that's, so that's, 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 that's just how my don't team Don't you goes. love it? It's the best. Yep. It is the best. But all right, we have a uh, plethora of games to talk about again this week. Of course, four teams on a bye Texans, Bears, Bengals, and Giants all sitting um, at home this week. A little bit of an. Okay. A little bit of a return to normalcy. A little bit in the NFL, but there still were some, uh, a few crazy upsets this week. Uh, and that brings us to our Thursday night football game. All right. Blink twice if you picked the Dolphins over the Ravens. I'm still sitting here thinking about how you said the word plethora. plethora. I know. It's, it's, it's I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I just I, wanted to get that out there. What are you, my wife, bro? You got to call me out for all my, uh, all my. It was just, I was like, wow, you emphasized. Th- in plethora, and I just enjoy it. I don't plethora. know. Okay, anyway, yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, what an upset. Just so you know, he hasn't blinked once yet. <laughs> Nobody called um, this. Nobody you know called. what? It's not even shocking because the AFC is just so wide open. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is shocking because Miami is just butt cheeks. <laughs> so, and like, they are. And the Ravens, I think I just said this last week on the show. I, I think I did. Where I always said, like, the Ravens are. Probably the, the at this before Thursday night, I would have said the best team in the AFC is the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, I know Tennessee, but they got injuries with Henry. And, yeah, but I would have thought the Ravens. I feel like they're they're maybe the most complete team. I do think the Bills are, are one of the most complete teams, but they they were still struggling. And yeah, I don't know. Then the Dolphins. And the Dolphins happen. They win over Baltimore at home, twenty two to ten. They improved to three and seven, while the Ravens fall to six and three. Uh, I think there's a three or four seed right now. I'm not sure exactly where they line up with the way the AFC North is wide open right now. Mm-hmm. I think everybody from the AFC North lost this weekend. They had a plate. Obviously, the Bengals had a bye, but yeah, I think yeah. everybody lost this weekend. So yeah, um, yeah. But uh, Miami, very interesting uh, approach to this. They started off with Jacoby Brissett mm-hmm. at quarterback. They knew that two was hurt. Jacoby got hurt himself, and Tua came in and uh, led a. Um, a pretty spectacular game plan. It was, the score was really low. It was low. I feel like uh, it made me feel better again. It was I, really I, low at halftime, to e- correction. Yeah. Well, yeah, but even in the final, I mean, it's 22-10. And I'm, I'm speaking from a Ravens standpoint. Like, it makes me feel better as a Bills fan because their offense struggled last week, and then here the Ravens, they only put up 10 points on the Dolphins. So it just makes you realize that, like, any Sunday anyone can win. For sure, that has been the continuing theme this year. It's it's been so much fun, but, um, but yeah, I fell asleep. I woke up to get ready for work, and and I looked on Twitter. That's the first thing I do when I wake up. Same, like uh, like any normal human being. Right. And I, they're like, Dolphins win. I'm like, what? <laughs> How crazy? They were winning man. six to three at halftime. Six I think to three, it, yep. it was it was really low scoring. It was it was it was a boring boring. The game. fourth quarter like got more exciting, but it wasn't anything like. Crazy. It was just like, oh. Yeah, there was uh, 23 points scored in the fourth quarter. Yeah, like it was. Versus zero in the third, right. six in the second, one in the first. It was <laughs> like one it of those was... games where you're like waiting for the Ravens to just like turn it on, and they right. just never did. Right. Which it, was it, weird to see. I know. Yeah. Speaking from experience as a Colts fan, right. um, and seeing what the Ravens can do in the second half, uh, I was a little surprised that it went the Miami Dolphins way. But hey. Good for them. All right, yeah. they beat a good team. This they, meant- they got a sneaky good defense, and that could keep them in games. If I they agree. Play right. I still like Miami. I mean, they're, listen, they ain't going anywhere this year. They're, there's no, and the, but they're still like a sneaky team that can pull off an upset, as <laughs> you could see here. 
Like they have a decent defense, and if their offense just like has a good game plan, you never know. I mean, yeah, you know, no, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought my I I was in the band that or the the, the crew that thought Miami was gonna be much better. So, um, I still thought they were gonna be cheeks, but I do think they <laughs> I do think they have like some like I don't think they're far off from being like a maybe fighting for playoff spot team. Like I I to me I just think they need to figure out what the heck they're doing at quarterback. I, what is it? Because I don't think any answer? any of the quarterbacks they got are it. Mm-mm. And and their run game's a little a little weak too. I mean Miles Gaskin's okay, but I don't know. Like it doesn't scare me. Right. Yeah, he's not bad, but no, I, I agree. Sorry, I gotta mute the group chat. Um but yeah, let's go into the scoring drives for this game. All right, opened up with a Justin Tucker forty six yard field goal in the first quarter. Uh, to go up three nothing for the Ravens, uh, second quarter, field goal by Jason, two field goals by uh, kicker their kicker Sanders for the Dolphin, thirty one yards and twenty two yards to go up six to three. Third quarter, wait what? <laughs> <laughs> this stats just lied to me. All right, it said there was no points scored in the third quarter. All right, there isn't. It, this, this app right now the scoring drive said there was there was a field goal made in the third quarter. Jason Sanders, that's yeah, he, that's that was in the fourth. That was the first score of the fourth. This app lied to me. All right, that so, app is butt cheeks. What app is that? It's the NFL app. NFL get better. Fit, yeah, get 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 better. Okay, fourth quarter. Jason Sanders twenty nine yard field goal is good. Go up nine to three, and then uh, then the Ravens answer back. Lamar Jackson. It's not really an answering back. Lamar Jackson hits a. Uh, Damn, they missed a whole mess of stuff. <laughs> I, I'm I'm very much enjoying this struggle. Oh, bus. I'm sure you are. The struggle because, bus of of scoring. Because right now, reading. this app has it goes from three to nine to the the Ravens scoring, and then the score being ten to fifteen. <laughs> Did it, does it not tell you the the last score? It. I mean, it does. It, it, the two uh, up the middle. No, That's no, not, the one before it, the one that you're missing to get to. Oh, the Lamar Jackson to Mark Andrews. No one before that. There's one before that. Yeah, it's the uh, the one that goes from nine to fifteen for Miami. Oh yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, that's the Xavier Howard forty nine yard fumble return. Oh, good good looks, man. Yeah, I got you, dude. I mean, I really this was watching I... you struggle, and I was kind of enjoying it. It was kind of you fun. should just let it happen. I, I was. I'm, like, I, I... I'm furious right now between this, <laughs> between the never getting uh, Zach Wilson stats. Yeah, the NFL app. You need to just go to ESPN. Just come my way, buddy. It I never fails. up, I guess. It, it never fails, buddy. I guess. ESPN. It's always there. Trash. <laughs> um, all right. Your stats for the day. Lamar Jackson, 26 of 43, 238 yards passing, one touchdown, one INT. Your leading rusher, also Lamar Jackson, nine attempts, 39 yards. And your leading receiver, Rashad Bateman, six catches, 80 yards. Love him. Yeah. Oh, man. That seal reserve is hitting me. Tua uh, was your leading passer in yardage, 8 for 13, 158 yards passing. Jacoby Brissett was 11 for 23 uh, for 156 before he went down. Your leading rusher, Miles Gaskin, 14 attempts, 31 yards. And your leading receiver, Albert Wilson, preseason hero, Albert Wilson. Four <laughs> catches, 87 yards. Yeah, this dude no always has the best training camps. and uh, Yeah, I always hear about him, and then the I never season. see what happens. Like He just doesn't exist when the season starts. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Dolphins over Ravens, twenty-two to ten. Let's head on over to the Bills and the Jets. Mike White season is over. Mike White career is over. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Holt Bailey, our uh, our fantasy guy, is not a fan. I just like and today it, justified it. I do agree, and I was thinking about coming into this podcast saying how much I think he's horrible, um, and I, I I do think he's not going to be good. But to be fair, the Bills have a top tier defense and. 
sometimes when you're a dude that probably got no first team reps all year to be thrown in against the best defense in the league at this yeah. point in time, I feel like that's that's quite a task. Um, that's a fair. So I, you know, not that I I just don't think anyone throwing four interceptions out on their first couple times out is going to be good, but. You never know. Like I, I don't think it's fair enough to say he's trash and his career's over. But I am saying yeah, it's it anyway. One but it's <laughs> fine. You know, but like he did, he the, did look. You know, go from looking like Dan Marino out there yeah. a couple weeks ago to, to Nathan Peterman today. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, the, is that a product of the Bills' defense? Is that kudos to them, or is that like this guy just doesn't know what he's doing? I don't know. Uh, he, his, some of his a, throws were comment. pretty bad. He but. was. He was dropping dimes to the Bills secondary. <laughs> yes, he was dropping. Yes, very much so. I, I think he got to a point where he was just forcing it. He's like, oh, I'll do anything. Yeah, I got to just get something going here. Um, you know, but you know, I like to see. I, I got to see a little Joe Flacco action today, and he went three for three, and I was happy with that. Yeah, Bills beat, I, a, beat two Hall of Famers. Today. I like Joe Flacco, man. I mean, I know he's a hundred. He sucks now, but I, I love was, Joe. Flacco. I was such a fan of him on the Ravens. I like people because I like Joe Flacco because people don't like Joe Flacco. Yeah, I'm one of those guys. You know why I like Joe Flacco? Because in the Super Bowl against the Niners, they pretty much had the game wrapped up and they had a kickoff to like kick off to the Niners towards the end of the game. And he was like, don't, you know, don't let anyone, don't let him run to the house. And he's like, I will run out there and tackle him and take the flag, <laughs> then let him score. And I was like, that made me think for so long. Is that like? Can you do that? Like, <laughs> can you run off the field, tackle the guy? I think you just get a flag for too many men on the field, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or would you give him the touchdown? Like, I just loved that because he was screaming on the sidelines. Like, I will go out there and I'll tackle him. And, you know, they won the Super Bowl, and I just always wanted to see if that would actually happen. Um, and, like, that that alone was like, oh, I like Joe Flagle for that. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, like I said, kudos to Bills. They, they beat, Dude, the uh, Bills they beat a good. current Hall of Famer and a future Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. Mike White, judging the Hall of Fame, <laughs> yeah. and then Joe Flacco, elite quarterback, definitely got to be in the Hall of Fame. Someday. I uh, I loved I loved the way the Bills played today. Um, they did good. They did good. I, I, the, the one, they, sorry, uh, good is an understatement. They did great. Yeah, they did. And, and, you know, Josh Allen didn't really have to – I feel like he didn't have to do too much, and he still lit it up. And the one interception he had, which kind of, like, dampened his stat line, it was like a deflection and went right into their secondary. So even that play wasn't really that bad. Um their run game opened up a little bit. Zach Moss, dude, I don't think he's good, and he drives me nuts. See, I'm in the Zach Moss camp. I was on a, a Bills podcast this weekend. I think it dropped, well, at the time this drops, it drops today. Yeah. Uh, it drops Monday. But uh, the guy, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Vince Taylor. All right, you'll see. Buffalo on the Brain with Vince Taylor. He had me on this uh, this past weekend. The episode goes up Monday. And uh, he's in the Devin Singletary camp. That's 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 where he's at right now. Devin Singletary camp. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'm a Zach Moss dude, but it's it's so like hit or miss. I, I it reminds you. me a lot of the Fitzpatrick, Jameis Winston quarterback. Mm. Like one's yeah. good one week, yep. the other, yep. and then it, it's one of those. It's very weeks. fair, very true. And and like I said last week, it's picking between you know Glad and Hefty. It's just I don't think really either is that great, but right. they get both have their. Both have their weeks. I mean, I think I think Singletary is shown to be more consistent overall, and I think Zach Moss is just like people are banking on his potential. And I think right, what's this year two for him? Yeah, and I think we just know what we're getting with Singletary. And I, I, but like I said, none are again. You're picking between like bad and worse. I don't <laughs> know, like I don't know. 
I will give a shout. I want to give a shout out to my man Gabe Davis. Finally getting some usage. I, I made some love big that. time plays. Yep. I, I thank God because I've been waiting for him to do something. He only had three targets, but he had over 100 yards in them. I wrote an article for Bills Wire a couple weeks ago after Dawson Knox went down. I was like, mm-hmm. what? Like, why aren't you using this kid? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Your top three wide receivers are all not homegrown products. Mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders. Right. And they say that Gabe is not getting used to because those guys are ahead of him, which is understandable. Which is fine. But listen, some of the better teams in the NFL are using everybody. 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 And Josh Allen usually does. Right. And then, listen, you put him out there and Gabe Davis makes plays. I'm a huge Gabe Davis stan. Um, I want to buy his jersey, but I don't want to ruin his Don't you fucking dare. (laughs) I don't drop F-bombs, buddy, but, like, dude, you buy another jersey on anyone on the Bills. I, like your tires will be slashed, buddy. I can I get not Facebook. I can say it. They won't. They won't ban me on you. Oh, maybe. I just know. got off a twenty four hour restriction. <laughs> I don't know what I said. Yeah, Facebook does not play, man. No, <laughs> don't, but don't you dare buy any jerseys for anyone remotely close to the Bills. A practice squad player. You're done, buddy. You're done with this. So I can't get a Mitch Trubisky jersey? That, nothing. I've only been talking about it for the last nothing, six months. Nothing. Nothing. All right. Just Mitch, for you. don't. If they win the Super Bowl, buy them all. I don't care. But okay. <laughs> All right, good to know. I regret that. <laughs> Scoring drives for this game. Buffalo opened up with a Josh Allen to uh, dump a little pass to uh, Matt Breida for 15 yards. Up 7 nothing. Got to see a little bit of Matt Breida's speed out there today. It was really refreshing to see. It was nice. Uh, final points of the first quarter. Tyler Bass, 29-yard field goal is good. Up 10 nothing. Then the Jets answer back. Matt Amendola with a 48-yard field goal is good. 10-3. And then Josh Allen hits Stephon Diggs for a 12-yard touchdown pass. Really sick grab, right? This is the yep. one that was called back. It, they said it was incomplete, yep. and then they threw it And then again. they did it the exact the, again. Exact, like yep. Body twists, contorted, all that jazz. Yeah, it was good. Bills up 17-3 at halftime. Third quarter, Isaiah McKenzie off the right end for eight yards, 24-3 lead. And then uh, Matt Breeder for 15 yards. Then Zach Moss uh, off the right tackle for a yard. And uh, to make the score 38-3, to Michael Carter off the left guard for a one-yard touchdown, 38-10, to and then the fourth quarter. Uh, Devin Singletary off the left guard for two yards and a touchdown, 45-10, and then Joe Flacco hits Elijah Moore for a 15-yard touchdown. 45-17 is your final score. Stats for the day, Josh Allen, 21 of 28, 366 yards passing, two touchdowns with INT. Leading rusher, Devin Singletary, seven attempts, 43 yards, and a touchdown. And a leading receiver, Stephon Diggs, eight catches, 162 yards, and a touchdown. For the Jets, Mike White, leading passer, 24 for 44, 251 yards passing, zero touchdowns, four interceptions. Your leading rusher, Michael Carter, 16 attempts, 39 yards, and a touchdown. And a leading receiver, Corey Davis, five catches, 93 yards. That is your uh, Bills versus Jets stats. Moving on to Indianapolis. Colts win twenty three to seventeen at home to finally get back to five hundred. Good and, for them. Yeah, <laughs> and the Jags fall to two and seven. Um, <clears throat> wow. The uh, so does that mean the Colts are better than the Bills? I mean, I want to believe it. I mean, they beat the Jags and the Jags beat the Bills. So, and like the Colts beat the Jets and the Jets beat the Titans and the Titans beat the, the Colts twice and I, I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. we the, we could just go string line this whole. We thing. We really could. I, I'm. I'm <laughs> I'm ready to, yeah, it's 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 absolutely maddening. Um, I was not happy with this game. I was sitting at a uh, a Friendsgiving for people who are not my friends. They were all my wife's friends. 
and uh, miserable. I love I'm, that. A Friendsgiving for not my friends. I just sat there in the corner watching foot, football on my phone all day. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, but, yeah, so the Colts won, and, and but they got up like to a 20 to 7, 20 to 6. No, I think it was like a 20 to 6 or 29 lead at halftime. Did absolutely nothing uh, for the remainder of the game. I don't know if it was play calling. I don't know if it was execution, but I'm just like, I'm so, I hate that I'm like this now. I hate that I'm so miserable. Why? That, because the Colts aren't like doing things that I feel like they should be doing. Yeah, granted they won this game. So, but I feel like it should be by a lot more. Did and, and the, the way it looked should have been better. So my question is, I mean, I you know they they just beat the Bills in a game where the Bills looked horrible. But was this a game where the Colts were executing or like at all? Like I I didn't watch the game. Like what what went wrong I, to make you feel that way? The offensive line play was bad. Um, they pulled away from the run. They Taylor had like a hundred something yards in the first quarter or first half, and they went away from the run and started to sling it. And there were so many three and outs. I mean, I want to give kudos to Jacksonville's defense because they are playing a that, lot better. That's what I was getting at. Is it was it like uh, the Jacksonville defense playing I just, good? I just like... felt like the execution was was off. And listen, okay. no matter how you try to spin this, I'm going to be a miserable bitch anyway. I get it. I mean, I, I'm, like, I'm trying fan. to be. No, I know. I'm trying to be like optimistic. And everyone's like, oh, God, you're so miserable. Sometimes it's hard, it's like, man. I mean, is. you're beating the Jags by six. I mean, I'm a Bills fan. We lost to them. And if, right. And if I we beat them by six, I'd still be miserable. And, like, <laughs> you know? right, because you're, you're supposed to just – you're supposed to be these team, teams. You're man. supposed to be better. And it's not like you lost because Trevor Lawrence lit it up. Like, mm-hmm. he, he didn't. <laughs> you know? No. Dude's a bum. <laughs> um, you don't like him? I, I, I like him, but he's clearly not he, – this year – Right, he's definitely not the best. I rookie. think he can. No, I think he's going to get better. I just don't think being in Jacksonville is going to help him at all. No, no, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just miserable because I know like I know what I'm sold every year from Ballard and Reich and Jim Irsay and yeah, and I'm not. I'm just not seeing it. Honestly, if if the Colts do play the Bills next week, if they beat the Bills next week, if that's the game, right? That's the game. We, we need to put a bet on this game. We already did, didn't we? I know you watch football, people, but I'm having a gathering here if you want to come by. What time? Oh, what time's the game? One? One o'clock. Um, I might actually do that. I'm having, I'm like my dad, my, bro- my brother, uncle, Just cousin. out here watching it? Bring like, yeah. I'm charging like 10 bucks. I'm going to get pizza wings and bring your own beer, all Dope. that stuff. So, Dope. anyone wanna, out there, you hear this? Yeah. This is an open invitation at, to everybody. At the studio, 69 Keel Street. <laughs> NT. 10 um, bucks. 10 bucks. I mean, shoot, if you have friends you want to bring along, please. Uh, nice. There's plenty of seating here. But um, uh, Yeah, that's dope. Um, I'm definitely, I definitely could be down for that. I really just, I don't really, I'd usually just sit home and watch the game anyway. No, I usually do too. Um, so, I, I, I feel you. It's always. It, Every now and then, I like to be around people and watch football. Every, Every now, now and then, then. right? Uh, usually, I just like my peace and quiet. But I um, just, I feel like it's a game where, is your family Colts fans or Bills fans? They're Bills fans, so you know, it might be a little uneasy if. Uh, no, it's it's gonna. It's, I'm probably gonna cry no matter what. <laughs> but if the Bills or excuse me, if the Colts do win, I'm jumping through a table. It's more of like, uh, it's more of a game where like, if the Colts win it, you're like. Hell yeah, dude! That's my team. We're that's above five hundred. <laughs> like that's your that's Super Bowl, Super but that shows you like when we can beat the Bills. Maybe we could beat anybody. In the oh NFC. yeah, they have a tough stretch of schedule going and, up. They got Tampa Bay the week after. They got Arizona. Tough. Like, and if for the Bills, it's like okay, like if we're gonna be the, a team everyone's fearing, if we lose to them, like that's not good, right? <laughs> you know, it's There's more a... like we should win. 
But if we, it's more of like, it's more on like, uh, okay, if the Colts win, hell yeah. But if the Bills win, it's like, yeah, whatever. Right. Expect that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's one of those things. I wonder so. what the spread will be. Uh, the Colts ass cheeks. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the it's, spread's going to be three points. I think, yeah, I think the Bills are going to have more. I do. Five and a half, six. Yeah, that's probably where I'm leaning towards. Yeah, I'd put it at three. We'll see. Um, but yeah, the Colts won. Wasn't pretty. It was actually a very boring game. But um, Every Jaguars game is a boring game. It really game. is. They don't really, have fun know, games anymore. They're not fun at all. I miss Blake Bortles. Honestly, I like, Bortles sucks, but he would, like made Jacksonville fun. He'd have some great fourth quarter comebacks. Oh, that bald ass twenty three year old dude would just be slinging it up. Yeah, like he wasn't. He was at least like I don't know. At least that team that that team of Jaguars oh, was, was fun. Uh-oh. I got beer on my laptop. Oh man, we're professionals. That's what I get for doing that. Yeah, I mean, luckily you know. somebody left a half roll of toilet paper over here. Oh, I love it. All right, <laughs> your scoring drives for this game. Gently wipe. Gently wipe. <laughs> Are you wiping the keyboard over there? Yeah. I can't see. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. That's the paper. <laughs> oh, God. I better hide my lotion. Um, all right. Scoring drive for this game. Michael Badgley opens up the scoring for the Colts with a 24-yard field goal. 3-0 lead there. And then uh, then the Colts score off a blocked punt. Hyped up, man. Special team scores. Nothing uh, better than a special team score. Oh, uh, it was awesome. EJ Speed, 12-yard touchdown off a blocked punt. And the Colts scored another touchdown. All this in the first quarter. Jonathan Taylor off the right tackle for four yards. And then uh, Jamal Agnew ripped off a big 66-yard run to make the score 17-6. Second quarter, Badgley hits a 29-yard field goal to go up 20-6. And then just before halftime, uh, Matthew Wright, 56-yard field goal is good, 20-9. Third quarter, Jonathan. James Robinson off uh, up the middle for a yard touchdown rush, twenty to seventeen, and then the final points. Hey, Michael Badgley, thirty-seven yard field goal is good, twenty-three to seventeen. Uh, a last minute fumble too. I forget. Definitely wasn't Darius Leonard. He was banged up, um, but Trevor was going for the run. He was trying to extend the drive, and he got uh, he got strip sacked, or not strip sacked, but he got tackled and fumbled. <laughs> um, but interesting thing, uh, the stats on the day. Which actually I'll read off and just uh, I'll mention it in a moment. All right, so your stats for the day: Trevor Lawrence, sixteen to thirty-five, one hundred and sixty-two yards passing. Jamal Agnew was your leading rusher, three attempts, seventy-nine yards, and a touchdown. And your leading receiver, Dan Arnold, five catches, sixty-seven yards. For the Colts, yeesh. Carson Wentz, twenty-two of thirty-four, one hundred and eighty yards. Leading rusher was Jonathan Taylor, twenty-one attempts, one hundred and sixteen yards, and one touchdown. Listen to this. He needed 117 yards to eclipse Derrick Henry today. They are tied right now. Wow. Yeah. They are tied. Wow. Yeah. Leading receiver, Michael Pittman, five catches, 71 yards. Dude, He's been really good for them. I this love year. Pittman. And it's like, for me, I don't, I'm not big. I, I know it's not fair to say, but I'm not big on USC really players in the NFL. Right. Um, at least on offense. But Pittman has been really good. And, you know, Robert Woods has been solid. Uh, I mean, rip to his ACL. But he's been pretty good all, you know, his career. And I feel like Pittman is going to be another good. He's been great this year for them. And it's good to see. No, for sure. For sure. But that is uh, Colts, 23, Jaguars, 17. We're moving on to Buccaneers in Washington. Washington won. 19 or 29 to 19. Why couldn't they do that in the playoffs? I know, right? Playoffs. They, they playoffs. <laughs> uh yeah, they won 29 to 16 or 19. They improved to 3 and 6. The Bucks fall to 6 and 3. Um big news out of this one. Chase Young ACL tear out for the season. 
Why so, is everyone tearing their ACL? I, when they do, yeah, I know. I like where was this ten years ago? Right, we didn't see ACL tear. Like, what is changing to where ACLs are becoming so frequent? I, I, I think it. I honestly want to believe it's it's lack of preseason. It's I think it's lack of preseason. I know we're at the midway point, so it's kind of a hard excuse to use. But also, everybody's going turf field. Uh, I don't. I feel like you, these injuries have, spr- have risen. With the rise, I, of I makes hundred percent sense. Like I, I'm sure there's some stat or fact to back that up because there is clearly something that's going on. You didn't see all these ACL tears ten years ago. No, unless it's they just every, didn't know every, what it was or something. I don't every know. single week, yeah, every single week. There's that's at least crazy. two to three. Yeah, it's insane. It's that's actually horrid. insane. Um, the Bucks though look human. That, yeah, that's good. Brady Heineke can ball. First half picks. Love it. Brady didn't, yeah. So um, nothing better than a Brady interception. Oh, for sure. I mean, definitely Washington was motivated. There's no doubt about it. I think they got they, revenge. They got a little bit of revenge. I know it mattered way more last year than it did in the regular season. Right. But for Washington to play at home and to get that win, I think it was a pretty big deal. And you know what? Kudos to them. They haven't had a lot to root for. I thought they were a much better team than they, they played this year. Yeah. Um, Me too. But something just clicked this year, and yeah. you know what? Good for them. Mm-hmm. I don't have a whole lot to say about this game, but but you you know your first comment is is enlightening. It's 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 hopeful. Mm-hmm. It's that the Bucks are mortal. They um, are they're human, and like they're not this. Like I thought they were gonna just run rough shot. Like sixteen and sixteen and one, seventeen mm-hmm. and zero. They bring back all their starters, even though a lot of the starters have been banged up. They're still right. a good football team, but uh, this hasn't been it's, a good look for for. For the Bucks, it's just something that again reverts me back to my main thinking of, of football, which is the Bills, and it's like, you know, they lose to the Jags, then you got the Ravens losing to the Dolphins, they got the Bucks losing to Washington, and that's like three of the top six teams fighting for a Super Bowl, and it's like these Super Bowl teams, whoever wins the Super Bowl, they're gonna have some type of blemish on their record, you know, right. throughout the. It just shows you that really anyone can take it. Everyone's human, and I feel like if you're a, a contending team and you suffer some losses, I mean, even the Colts, dude. They've suffered some bad losses, but there they are, 500 fighting. You know, they could easily go on a run. You they know? could. And it's just like you, you don't let those losses really dictate your season. Like the Bills versus the Jags, like bad game, but here they are. They blew out the Jets, and it just shows you that. Right they, back on track, right. Right. Next week, I mean, the Bucks, whoever they take, they play, they might blow them out of the water, and you never know. It's just, it's a live, you know, you, you live and learn. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, not not too much to comment on this game from perspective. Uh, your scoring drives, Joey Sly for the uh, Washington, their third kicker this year. They just got rid of Chris Blewett and signed uh, former he, Panthers Joey Sly. He, they're they're sick of him blowing it. <laughs> yeah, dunce, <laughs> Um Yeah, Joey Sly, forty-six yard field goal is good. Three nothing lead there. And then a twenty-eight yard field goal to go up six nothing. And then Taylor Heineke hits uh, Carter for a twenty-yard touchdown pass. Thirteen to nothing. That's all in the first quarter. Ryan suck up twenty five yard field goal is good to make the score three to thirteen, and then Joey Sly hits a twenty nine yard field goal. Shout out to Joey Sly fantasy owners. <laughs> they uh, they had a day. You think someone started him? Uh, maybe, <laughs> possibly. Um, Sixteen to three lead there, and then another field goal. Ryan suck up thirty one yard field goal is good. Sixteen to six, the football team leads at halftime. Third quarter, uh, Tom Brady hits uh, Cameron Brait for a six yard touchdown reception. Thirteen to sixteen now. And then Antonio Gibson off the left guard for a one-yard touchdown rush, 23-13. to In the fourth quarter, Tom Brady hits Mike Evans for a 40-yard touchdown grab, 19-23. And the final point of the game, Antonio Gibson 
Off the left end for a one-yard touchdown rush, 29-19. Your stats for the day. Passing, Tom Brady, 23-34, 220 yards. Two touchdowns, two INTs. Leading rusher, Leonard Fournette, 11 catches, 47 yards. And your leading, excuse me, receiver, Mike Evans, two catches, 62 yards, and a touchdown. So for uh, Washington, Taylor Heineke, 26-32, 256 yards passing, one touchdown. Leading rusher, Antonio Gibson, 24 attempts, 64 yards, and two touchdowns. And leading receiver, Terry McLaurin, six catches, 59 yards. Washington wins again, 29-19. Moving on to the Falcons and the Cowboys. Golly. Well, I just got done saying last week how the Falcons are coming alive. Uh, they're dead. Me too. I picked him to win this game, brother. Um, ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big oof. Big oof. I was like, man, I'm liking what Atlanta's doing. You guys should play. What I forgot to put into the equation was that former Atlanta Falcons head coach, Dan Quinn, is the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, and he got Matt Ryan benched. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> oh, they, wow. They put Josh Rosen in the game. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen is so bad. <laughs> Yep. Uh, for him to be in over Matt Ryan at all is uh, cha- it's just I crazy. almost started Matt Ryan over Dak Prescott today. You, If you did that, I would have completely understood why this podcast is not happening today. <laughs> uh, just saying. I mean, Dak Prescott is a must start every week. That's how I look eh, at it. Yeah, he did good in garbage time last week, I just week think that's just how it is. I know last week I think you started Matt Ryan and it was the good move. Yeah. Uh, don't do that again. <laughs> just ride it out with Dak. I just think that's the right move. He's just a must-start. He's slinging the ball. I'm surprised he only threw it 31 times, probably because they were up 40 damn points. But <laughs> you know what I can't stand is Tony Pollard. Can this dude go somewhere? Can someone take him? Can they trade him? Because I have Ezekiel Elliott in my sleeper uh, in my sleeper dynasty league, and this dude just snatches every carry. Like, why are they split like half and half? Because Power's better than Zeke. Honestly, I think the same thing sometimes. Yeah, I watch Ezekiel Elliott, and I'm like, dude, you're fat. And Power's <laughs> mad good. They probably really are paying him all that money. Yeah, I would too. It's a running back, stupid. That's what you get, Jerry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're, we're gonna full on whisper with us. <laughs> we just whispered the full episode. Um, <laughs> Dallas won forty three to three to improve to seven and two on the season. Atlanta falls to four and five. Oh yeah, man, they, they... you know how I knew my fantasy day was over. Uh, the first time I checked my app today and I saw Ceedee Lamb have two touchdowns, and I went, "All right, well, <laughs> I'll try again next week." <laughs> yeah, what's uh, what's punch? What's I'm just gonna burn my phone. Yeah, pretty much. Dude's been unreal. I, I loved that CD Lamb pick. I still love the fact that they took CD Lamb, and then you have uh, you know the Raiders taking Henry Ruggs. Oh, I know. Oof. Yeah. Like imagine you could add CD Lamb. Why would you? Ah, crazy. Still crazy. Right. I'm still not over that. The Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders. Um, yeah. Dallas came swinging. They they obviously a little embarrassed from last week, getting smacked by Denver, and they took it to Atlanta. They exposed that secondary. And uh, beat the piss out of the Falcons. It was it was bad. I I don't know where Atlanta stands right now in 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 the rankings. They were seventh seed last week. They might, I would imagine they're probably out. But the NFC is so wonky. Mm-hmm. NFC is wonky where the point where they're top heavy and everybody else is kind of weird. Yeah, where the AFC is just deep. It's deep, very deep. It's like twelve teams deep, eleven teams deep right now. 
Um, but yeah, you're scoring guys for this game. Dak Prescott hit CeeDee Lamb for a 13-yard touchdown, open up the scoring, goes up 7 nothing. And then Youngway Koo hits a 35-yard field goal uh, to make the score 3-7. And I'm just going to run through these points because it, it's all Dallas. Zeke up the middle for a yard. And Zeke up the middle uh, off the left guard for two yards. And then Dak Prescott hits CeeDee Lamb for a 9-yard touchdown reception, 28-3 to at halftime. Beautiful th- fun. Yo, shout out to Atlanta Falcons uh, Twitter management, whoever's running the social media accounts. They typed, yeah, or I got to read the quote exactly, but they go something along the lines of, yeah, we know. You don't have to say it. <laughs> 28 to 3, that's the uh, that's the. I love that. Crypto. I love when teams, like, you know, they have that sense of humor in their social media. I think it's funny. Uh, do you want to re- just read the remainder of, like, the uh, the scoring? Because I my scoring goes from 28 to 3 to 43 to 3. So your scoring just basically skipped all the good parts. Um, so you went from 23. So the did you get the CD lamb? I, I got, uh, second half. Do all the second half. All right. So Please and thank you. Just Okay. Well, the second quarter goes from Ezekiel Elliott, one-yard run. Uh, we're up the middle, 14-3 Dallas. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott again, two-yard run off the right side, 21-3. Then you got C.D. Lamb, my boy, Lamb Chops, nine-air pass from Dak Prescott, 28-3. <laughs> and the Falcons are like, whoa, we're on the other end of a 28-3. We can do it. And Dallas is like, nah. Nashawn uh, <laughs> Nish- Wright, zero-yard return of a blocked punt, 36-3. Um, and they got the two. And then in the fourth, uh, and then in the third quarter, so there's nothing in the fourth quarter. Third quarter, Dak Prescott four yard run to make it forty three three, and then Dallas decided to just uh, stop bullying them because they didn't want to lose their jobs if they scored too many points. Like that one dude, uh, if you saw that, like the high school basketball coach, he got like fired or something. <laughs> or for football coach, out. yeah, ba- yeah, it was basketball. He got fired for like winning like hundred and sixty to two or something. Yeah, yeah. So you know, Dallas wanted to keep their jobs for sure. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So your stats for the day, the Atlanta. Oh my God, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Matt Ryan, 9 for 21, 117 yards and that's, two INTs. That's like Justin Fields bad from like four or five weeks ago where he had like six completions. I still can't get over that. That's how bad Matt Ryan was. It's terrible. And listen, they, they, they sit Matt Ryan for Josh Rosen, who goes one for six, 14 <laughs> yards in an interception. Yeah, dude, he's so good. I, I, I wanted him on the Bills. I'll take that L. A lot of people did. I, I'll, You're not I, the only one. Taking the L. Uh, your leading rusher for the Falcons, Wayne Gallman, 15 attempts, 55 yards. And your leading receiver, Kyle Pitts, four catches, 60 yards. He's good. He's awesome. Um, let's see. For the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, 24 to 31, 296 yards passing, two touchdowns. They eventually put Cooper Rush in there, but Zeke had a f- sweet four-yard pass. So that's cool. Uh, <laughs> leading rusher, Tony Pollard, 11 attempts, 42 yards. And your leading receiver, CeeDee Lamb. Six catches, ninety-four yards, and two touchdowns. Dallas over Atlanta, forty-three to three. Close game. See you next week. Real close, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Falcons. Um, the Titans win again. They win again without Derrick Henry, twenty-three to twenty-one victory in, in Tennessee at home. Uh, they improved to eight, eight and two. The, the New Orleans Saints fall to five and four. They don't watch too much of this game, but I do got to say a whole hell of a lot of kudos to uh, Tennessee for con- keep Dude, on winning. They're they're good. Eight and two, and they're winning games. They're beating good teams and the average teams, bad teams. They're beating everybody. And I still don't think Ryan Tannehill is enough to get you a Super Bowl, but they are very complete, and they're scary a little bit. Uh, even without Derrick Henry, they're winning games. I just – they're. 
I, I don't know. Ten- I'm in this weird spot where I don't know if the Titans are better because they don't have Derrick Henry or mm-hmm. if they're worse. Uh, if they're worse because they don't have Derrick Henry, because I mean the way they're, they're fun, to, they're kind of fun to watch when you know that they're not just not pounding the rock with Derrick. Henry. Yeah, they are more fun. I don't. I think they're worse. Derrick Henry is just an animal. Oh, he is. But yeah. I do agree. I think it, it changes the game. I, I think that just shows you as much as I can't stand him. Oh, thinking of his face, I hate it. But I think that shows you how good of a coach uh, Mike Vrabel is. is. He's yeah. he's just he's he's a good coach, man. He knows how to win games. And he knows how to do what it takes to, to just edge it out and, and win on top. He like, does have a punch face. Oh, God, man. But I, I, I've always admired him. I When he trolled Bill Belichick mm-hmm. in the playoffs, running out the clock on that yep. punt thing, I like, this dude's got to be a star. Yeah, and like that's just like he reminds me of like – you know, that one random dude you play in Madden, but he knows all the tricks to, to win the game. Like, that's Mike Vrabel. And I, but he's also a dude where if I seen him walking down the street, I'd probably take my shoe off and throw it at him. I don't know. Yeah. And it's just that's him. Oh, for sure. For uh, sure. But, you know, kudos to them. Uh, again, I, I still don't like Ryan Tannehill, but he is every week. He does enough to where he looks better than, you know, he looks better than you. I think every week. He's just like, maybe he is good. I, I don't I'm know. I'm a Tannehill fan. He's, he's listen, uh, the, the excuse that he's nothing without Derrick Henry is out the window right I don't, and now. For, I don't, for the time being. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think that's the case. I definitely think he does make Tannehill better, but any Derrick Henry would make any quarterback better. To be fair, right. So I don't. I don't think that that tells you. That's a testament to how good Tannehill is. I do think Tannehill is a game manager that can still make some big time throws, and that's that is enough in the NFL. But I don't think that's enough to win you a Super Bowl. I don't, that's my opinion. But you know, no. I uh, where, where was AJ Brown today? That's what I want to know. Nowhere. I mean, Jesus. Dude, without with with Julio on IR, he got put on IR last night. Like two, yeah. Like, I think it was two. last night. Yeah. Um, for AJ Brown not to be present at all, like, dude, anything. I started him in fantasy, and he had as many points as Russell Wilson for me. You could, my fantasy year is just horrible. It's bad. It's bad. We're, I'm gonna start, have to start issuing, issuing like a fancy football therapy. <laughs> yeah, show where I just sit down and listen to people just complain. Oh, I'll, I'll, it'll just be me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not the only. Trust me, you're not the only one. Oh, but um, yeah, we'll see. Um, your scoring drives for this game: Randy Bullock, 28-yard field goal is good. Three nothing for the Titans, and then uh, Trevor Simeon, 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 Simeon hits Trayvon Smith for Triquan, Triquan Smith for a 11-yard touchdown, six to three lead there. Second quarter, Randy Bullock hits a 36-yard field goal is good, tight, tight at six. Then Tannehill runs up the gut for a one-yard touchdown, 13 to six. Third quarter, Tannehill, it's Michael Pruitt for a two-yard touchdown, 20-6 to lead there. And then Mark Ingram, the newest, oldest uh, New Orleans Saints, <laughs> run uh, off the right end for 13 yards, touchdown, 12-20. to And then another Randy Bullock field goal, 36-yard field goal, 23-12 to lead. And then uh, it's a field goal and a touchdown for the Saints in the fourth quarter. Uh, Johnson for a 20, 20-yard field goal, and then Travis C. Uh, Simeon <laughs> hits uh, Marquez Callaway for a 15-yard touchdown, 21-23. I'm never buying 40 ounces again. Yeah, you're, strugg- you're struggling, and I'm loving it. This one doesn't even have – it only has 4.8% alcohol, <laughs> and I can't function. <laughs> Your stats for the day, Trevor Simeon, uh, 19, att- 19 completions for 30 uh, – This dude's had nine, seven names today. I love 19 it. 19 for 34, 298 yards passing. Yeah, it's like that down. movie with the seven different personalities. It's oh. like Patricia threw oh. for 19 <laughs> completions. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Rushing, Mark Ingram, 14 attempts, 47 yards, and a touchdown. And leading receiver, Deontay Harris, three catches, 84 yards. For the Titans, Ryan Tannehill, 19 for 27, 213 yards, one touchdown. Leading rusher, Deontay Foreman, 11 attempts, 30 yards. And your leading receiver, Marcus Johnson, five catches, 100 yards. That's it, though. Titans over, Saints 23-21. to 21. Next up, uh, our first tie game of the season. The Lions and the Steelers. There are going to be, yeah, it's... This was, un- isn't it crazy that this is the best outcome of a Lions game for them all year? Bro, they pitched away a victory. They had a chance. But if you look at their season, they're 0 and 8. I know the tie is the best outcome they've had. 0 8. Right. Isn't that wild? I don't even know how to do it. We do our pick 'em episode on Thursdays. How do you do a tie? I don't even know how to include it. I we, think... Last year we had Jack, our buddy Jack, called the Cincinnati Bengals an Eagles tie. So we gave him a win for that. I don't know how to include that. I feel like. It's a loss. It's a loss. Because we can call ties. We can predict ties. I feel like just for if you're, like, competing to see who gets the most right, I feel like low-key, if you predict a tie, you should get two points for that because there's two teams that tie. And it's incredibly hard to predict a tie. So I feel like you should be getting the the like that's technically a win because you know the two teams technically I don't know right that's it's, my it's weird harder to opinion. get a tie it's just hard yeah. it kind of gives you like a a, a a chance for for picking that um, I agree and I with mean, some incentive too ties are a rarity they are rare and I don't know how you include that either you, you it's got to be a loss right because you, you pick the Lions the Lions didn't win didn't win it's a loss you know it's. I think all of us picked Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh to be honest. Nah, with you, you can't pick the Lions, bro. It's just that's like we swept for the Lions against Chicago. I think a few weeks ago, and we, we decided that we never do that again. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a tie game. Uh, that's what happened uh, late last late Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger said he was feeling unwell. He told the team he tested positive for COVID. Mason Rudolph season um, that was announced late Saturday. He was getting the start. So um, yeah. It's crazy. This dude hasn't started, you know, like in Mad Long. It, he started the Week 17 game last year. Yeah, and then like I know before that, that let Cleveland get into the playoffs. Yeah, and then before that was was that time Miles Garrett yeah. put a dent in his head. Yeah, like now, Stewie. From, yep. Yeah. In you look at that. Okay, but this dude gets gets the call today, and he's they they haven't thrown the ball fifty times. Like. Yeah, you can't do that. Mason Rudolph is not I 50 just, times a game. He's not. I don't know what they're going to do long term once Big Ben retires. I, I don't. don't think, I, I have no idea. They don't. Ha- I don't even think Dwayne Haskins is worthy of a save. No, not at all. I I, I don't think he's good. They have to um, find a free agent, or they're going to make some big kind of splash. I, I think they should roll. Like okay, yeah. I mean, obviously, I think they should should try to sign a good quarterback if he's there, like a top notch guy, like you know, like the Kirk Cousins of the free agency, or or go and get like. Uh, if they get a top pick, draft someone. But I do think they should roll the dice with Mason Rudolph for a full season just to give him give him that chance. I I don't think he's god awful, but I don't think he's like Big Ben. He's <laughs> you know he re- like like uh, I think he could be an average guy. Maybe there's gonna be some yards, people but... who get this, but he is like actually this is probably an insult. Cordell Stewart. Okay, I don't know if you remember Cordell Stewart. Cordell Stewart was. Not bad. He was mm-hmm. like he. I think he had like one really really good season. Yeah. Um. I could be mistaken, but it just it, it 
I feel like he's a 500 quarterback, if not a little bit lower. Okay. That, that's where I have Mason Rudolph. I don't think you can confidently go into a season with him. Yeah, I mean, say they do, I would look at that as Actually, like, oh, Cordell that's Stewart, if you are listening to this podcast, I am so fucking sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry I said that. I mean, like, you don't know. There's a lot of unknown with Mason Rudolph, and I feel like giving him a chance and is just what you do. Do, I he guess. He had a whole but, season, though, a couple years ago when Big Ben went down. Yeah. And he, he did it, get him to 8-8, eight and eight, him and Duck yeah, Hodges. And, like, you know, was that a product of always young? I, but the thing is, is, like, with Big Ben, the Steelers aren't going to be a bad team. So it's like they're not going to get a top draft pick to for someone that's going to change their quarterback situation from in one year. Right. So it's like, what do you do? Do you spend all that money to maybe get like a decent free like usually good quarterbacks don't hit free agencies. So you got a homegrown through the draft. And at that point who do you start? I feel like you you're just rolling with Mason Rudolph. I don't know. Yeah. Um, they might have to. They honestly might have to. Unless they do something crazy well, and sign Aaron Rodgers. They have to give I think they have to pick up a fifth year option on, on Mason Rudolph this year. He's that's, He's part of that 20, uh, 2018 draft class. Yeah, and that's that's something to think about because it's like maybe maybe you, maybe you do and you just hold on to one year and you don't resign him. Right. Or yeah. maybe you don't and I, you sign someone else. I don't have the slightest clue what, they, what Pittsburgh does. I just does. feel like without once Big Ben's gone, like if this is his last year, like what do they do? It's got to be. This isn't pretty. Um, this dude's been crying about Big Ben. He's been crying about like retirement for years. I, I just hope that uh, that Aaron Rodgers does not go there. <laughs> like, think about all the situations. Oh my god! Because oh, I just kicked my mic. Oh but just god. think about just think about all the options that like, he could go, and obviously things are going to completely change it's, by the end of the year. But it's scary, it's a scary thought. But it's like, dude, I don't want to watch Pittsburgh win. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, your scoring drive for this game, Mason Rudolph hits uh, Washington for a nine-yard touchdown reception, uh, seven nothing lead there for Pittsburgh, and then. Jefferson hits a uh, off the left guard for 28 yards. I think he ended up getting hurt not too long after this, but he had a 28-yard touchdown rush. Tied I, at I seven. love that. You got Washington, then you got Jefferson. Is there any other historical oh, names we're going to throw yeah, in? John Quincy Adams. Throw him <laughs> at me. Uh, Ch- uh, Chris Boswell. I almost said Chadwick Boswell. Uh, Chris Boswell, 20, 20-yard field goal is good, 20-7 lead, and then a uh, – are these people no. Santoso 28 yard field goal is good 10 to 10 third quarter Igwebuki <laughs> that was actually good Igwebukaki uh 42 yards off the right tackle 16 to 10 <laughs> and then Chris Boswell 23 yard field goal is good 16 to 13 fourth quarter uh Chris Boswell it's a 51 yard field goal to tie it up and go into overtime and then nothing happens Mm-mm. um that's it they, the Lions missed the field goal and then Pittsburgh fumbled it, and the Lions recovered it with, like, seven seconds left. And they're like, oh, we're done. I I feel like they need to change the overtime rules to just at least one full quarter. Why is it ten minutes? Yeah, I I, I can The ten that. minutes is just stupid to me, especially with the stipulation of, oh, you, if you kick a field goal, the other team gets a chance, which I like it. But make make it a full quarter or make it, like, till someone scores. I concur. But... Sorry, I'm chewing out my 7-Eleven pizza crust. Oh, dude, I love that. That's like an hour-old pizza there from 7-Eleven. That's good. Because someone's going to have to check on your health after tonight. Dude. I don't know what's in that 7-Eleven pizza, man. Goodness. Goodness? Oh, they, thank heaven. I'm pretty 7-11. sure they just reached in the trash and like molded together a pizza with some cheese on it. That's, threw it on a roller. That's some good trash. Yeah. <laughs> Jared Goff, 14-25, 114 yards, rushing 
leader. DeAndre Swift, 33 attempts, 130 yards. And uh, leading receiver, Amon Ra St. Brown, four catches, 61 yards. What name is that? Yeah, say that five times fast. Amon Ra St. Brown. That's a sick that's name. That's Equinemius St. Brown's brother. Okay. Equinemius. That's, that's a dope name. He also went to USC. Cool. Yeah. I know that. Leading passer for the Steelers, Mason Rudolph, 30-50, 242 yards, one touchdown on INT. Najee Harris, leading rusher, 26 attempts, 105 yards. And your leading receiver, Deontay Johnson, seven catches, 83 yards. Tied at 16. That is how that game ended. Next game we're going to look at. The Patriots are back, baby. The dynasty is back. 45 to 7. Stop. Stop. <laughs> get out. Get out. Don't tell me we got my own studio. Get, get out. You don't put that curse on us. You know how many times I don't watch them win? Sorry, brother, back. Dude, so do you think the Browns need OB, OBJ or. No. <laughs> Why are they so They would have got zero points if they had OBJ. <laughs> they. Went from last week, me pra- us praising them, going, all right, like, you know, rejuvenated, no OBJ. And now here they are. They put up seven points. It's a boo-boo. Seven points. No. Yeah, that was bad. Listen, I, mean, I get it. No chub, but dude, uh, Johnson, how do you say his name? Dearness Johnson? Yeah, he was your leading rusher. He balled out. They didn't even need chub. So what was the issue here? Keenum, Mayfield? Did Mayfield get hurt? Baker got hurt. Excuse me. Oh, that was gross. Even then. Even then, Baker got hurt. Okay, like Keenum didn't, didn't play. I, I'm like, sorry, the Patriots' defense is that good. But how did they put up 45? How did they lose 45? If the Browns were considered to be a team that could win the Super Bowl this year, and I've seen a team that's nothing like a Super Bowl team. All right, two things. Okay, it's one thing, but it's split into two things. There's a one A, one B. Bill Belichick does not lose the teams he used to coach. The bro- that's it. The Browns. The Browns. I mean, the Giants and the he- Jets. Oh, he wait, he was a head coach on the Jets? For like a day. Really? And then he retired. Yeah. Really? He, yeah. Really? He was not happy. He thought they yeah. You don't remember oh God. You need to look this up. I didn't know that. He I feel like I would know that. I did not know he that. He was the temporary head coach for Bill Parcells, but they said if Bill Parcells came back, he was head coach. Um he left the organization, he read it on a napkin to the front office, like the owner yeah. or GM, and then he was split and went to the Patriots. Wow. Go look it up. It's actually Why did you do that? Because they, they promised Parcells the job. Pretty you... much. There was uncertainty at his head coach position. There was a lot of other things, too. So he was just like, all right, I'm doing the, I'm doing the Patriots. I'm out. Yep. And he went back to the Patriots. I know and... he was like a coordinator on the Giants back in the day and all that stuff. But There's a lot of what-ifs that come from that. That's really cool. I did not know that. Yeah. That's, uh, it's just I, – I just can't believe they lost four. Like, okay, you look at a team, again, like the Bills. We're in Bills land here. The Bills, they lose to the Jags, but they lost by like three points. Yeah, to a bad team or whatever. But that, but like the Browns lost by thirty-eight points to the Patriots, and like the Patriots aren't bad, but they lost by thirty-eight points. I, that's yes, Mister Brick. <laughs> He's raising um, his hand. <laughs> I'm pissed that I bought tickets for this for this Colts and Patriots game right now. Uh, I'm nervous. See, I feel like that's. This should be better for you because I feel like that's going to be a great game. I hope so. The, the Colts are decent and the Pats are decent. I think the Pats are really good. They're playing the, the Bills soon, man. It's crazy, and I'm a little, though, because like, like, Mac Jones isn't like top tier, but he's like a game manager. Okay, he's a game manager this year at least. He's a game manager. He's keeping them in games, winning games. But then you need him to make a throw, and he makes it. It's just like I feel like they're they're not they're like not even unleashing the beast that he could be, yet. 
This is very like. I know people are drawing the comparisons. Mac Jones is Brady. <laughs> no, no, not quite. But this is the kind of play that they won games with and yes. won Super Bowls with with Brady yes. in the early days. Yes, that's. I said that a couple weeks and ago. I said it reminds terrifying. me of year one Brady. And a year one Brady was human. I mean, you could make other comparisons to other quarterbacks like year one Brady. But the thing is, is Bill Belichick is still there. And I think he knows how to craft a quarterback. I mean, he turned a sixth-round pick into the, one of the best quarterbacks ever, and <clears throat> why couldn't he do it again? If Mac Jones plays games like this, not turning the ball over, making good at completions, you know, short game, mid game, and that dude's gonna then get the confidence to make those bigger throws, make those further throws, make make more aggressive plays, and he's gonna be successful. It's dangerous. And, and I'll say it again too. If Bill Belichick trusted Mac Jones more early in the season, mm-hmm. this is an eight and two team right now. Yeah, they lost to they lost to the Dolphins by like a point. Dolphins maybe. to the point. Cowboys pretty close. Yeah. And uh Tampa Bay really close. It's gonna be interesting in December when the Bills and Patriots square off. If the Bills don't There's win a Monday, the division, they got, they're playing each other on Monday night football coming up soon, right? If it I just know both games are in December, so probably in a couple weeks, couple games. Okay. Um I if they do not if the if the Patriots win the division I think I might quit football. Really? Just quit it all. All of it. Just quit. I don't even know what I'm quitting. I understand. It's very feisty in the group right now. Cause it's just like, I, I'm so sick of this team. Always, always. Like, they can't even just be bad. The one year Brady gets hurt and they still go 11-5 and five with Matt Castle. Like, come on. This team's never bad. Last year, <laughs> this dude's shaking his pizza box, hoping <laughs> there's another slice in there um, as he's eating dirty crust. And... <laughs> I wish this was on video. You should see this man. <laughs> oh, man. I'm drunk. <laughs> He's chomping on a pizza crust like a walrus or something. I don't know if that's a fair. I just, you should see his face. He looks like a kid on Christmas. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. Mac Jones is good. I, the Patriots are good. They're never going to be bad. The Patriots own football. We get it. All right. That's it. Cool. All right. Scoring drives for this game. Baker Mayfield hits Austin Hooper for a two-yard touchdown. 7 nothing lead there. And then Mac Jones hits Hunter Henry for a three-yard touchdown. Tied at seven. Second quarter, uh, Ramondre Stevenson off the left end for a five-yard touchdown rush. 14-7 to lead. And uh, then Mac Jones touched. Oh, I should just go all in on the Patriots because the Browns didn't score after that. <laughs> uh, Mac Jones hits uh, Kendrick Bourne. For a 23-yard touchdown, the Nick Folk hits a 38-yard field goal, 24-7 at halftime. Then second half, Ramondre Stevenson off the right end for a uh, right guard, excuse me, for a two-yard touchdown rush, and then a Mac Jones another touchdown of Hunter Henry, three yards, 30-7. And the fourth quarter, Brian Hoyer, Jesus, they pulled Mac Jones. Brian Hoyer has Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers first career NFL touchdown. Oh, he finally got it. He finally got it. I know it. he got one called back. Uh, earlier in the this year. This is a so. big gripe of his. Yep. Finally got it. 11-yard touchdown pass, 45-7. to uh, Your stats for the day. Case Keenan was your leading uh, passer for the Browns. 8 for 12, 81 yards. Baker was 11 of 21 for 73 and a uh, touchdown on INT before he got hurt. Leading rusher, Dearness Johnson, 19 attempts, 99 yards. And Dearness Johnson was your leading receiver as well. 7 catches, 58 yards. For the Patriots, Mac Jones. 19 of 23, 198 yards passing, and three touchdowns. Leading rusher, Ramondre Stevenson, 20 attempts, 100 yards, and two touchdowns. And your leading receiver, 
Kendrick Bourne, four catches, 98 yards, and a touchdown. Patriots, 45, Cleveland, 7. We're going to, oh, no. Mm -hmm. Next up, Vikings and Chargers. Yep. Damn, it's another L on my uh, picks this week. Yeah. Vikings <clears throat> win 27 to 20. It's funny because, like, earlier in the year, the Chargers and the Ravens played each other. And the big question between my friend group was, who do we root for as a Bills fan? And I said, you got to root for the Chargers because I guarantee they're a team that can lose to really anybody. And I think the Ravens are better. And this is a, this is a, a, example of that you know the vikings who i think are better than the record but again stun the chargers like the Chargers last year were not a good team and they had a lot of the same players i'm so um, sad and it just looks like they're human i they're not i just don't think that people are looking at the chargers as like the top tier team in the afc they're not but they're good i definitely thought they were up there they're good I they can stun, they can stun a good team i still think herbert and let me just look at his stats before i make this comment Herbert's still up there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Right now, yeah. I'd probably have him as like a tier two. Herbert's good. If I had a tier, all the NFL quarterbacks out of five, I would tier Herbert at a two right now. If I had a tier him, it'd be like in the AFC, in the NFL, I'd put him like not even two. I'd put him like one B. Okay. And that's like with the potential of a one A because I do think he's good. I do think he's good. But I think if you look at that team, they're a team that can easily stun the other teams in the AFC. They have pieces to do it. Herbert's good, but I just don't think they're that good yet. Right. I think they they are a step below your Bills, your even the Chiefs. I'm not getting rid of the Chiefs there. They're even though right hey, now the Chiefs are bad. I'm cool with this though. But tell my Colts out. I'm cool with else. Yeah. I'm cool with some of these teams that I put in high regard taking else. So yeah, and like that's what I mean. You know the Chargers. The Chargers are just another one of those teams that are just suffering from uh, the wild AFC. And again, Vikings are hungry, man. They're. I don't think they're a four and five team. I think the Vikings are a, like a, another team who's blown a lot. Of, like, yeah, yeah, I just think they're a better team than their record. I feel like they should at least be five and four, six and three, eh, about there. I right. don't get too crazy, but I don't know. I mean, Kirk Cousins is good. He had a good game. Delvin Cook had a good game. Um, yeah, it was a good show. Good, good team win. Yeah, it was uh, nice to see them see, see the Vikings bounce back. They're a team I just I I never can bet on them because I never know what the hell they're going to do. They're like the Buffalo Bills for like that eight that like seventeen year stretch where you just, yep. you just no confidence in them at all. None. But yeah, Minnesota wins twenty seven to twenty. Your scoring drives are as follows: Greg Joseph forty six yard field goal is good, three nothing lead there. Second quarter, uh, Dustin Hopkins forty six yard field goal is good, tied at three. Then a Greg Joseph field goal for the Vikings, 30-yard field goal. Uh, make the score 63. And then a Kirk Cousins pass to uh, Conklin for a five-yard touchdown. Uh, make the score 13-3. And then just before halftime, something Roundtree. L. Roundtree. Can we just call him Lamar? Sure. All right. Is that his name? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stall so I can find his name. Oh, um, Larry. Lit. Wow, did not see that coming. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking um, like Lamar or like, like Leonard. I guess. Larry. Larry. Roundtree. Uh, <laughs> scored up the middle for uh, make the score thirteen to ten. Second half, the first scoring of the third quarter. Justin Herbert up uh, hits Austin Eckler for a two yard touchdown. Seventeen to thirteen lead. 
And then Kirk Cousins hits Conklin for a one-yard touchdown pass, 20-17. to And uh, then Dalvin Cook goes up the middle for a one-yard touchdown rush, 27-17. In the fourth quarter, Dustin Hopkins hits a 24-yard field goal, 27-20. That is your final score. Stats on the day, Kirk Cousins, 25-37, 294 yards passing, two touchdowns. Leading rusher, Dalvin Cook, 24 attempts, 94 yards, and a touchdown. And the leading receiver, Justin Jefferson, nine catches, 143 yards. Woo, daddy. Not bad. Justin, what a day. What a day. Justin Herbert, 20-34, 195 yards passing, one touchdown, one INT. Leading rusher, Austin Eckler, 11 attempts, 44 yards. And Keenan Allen, leading receiver, eight catches, 98 yards. Man, Mike Williams has fallen off a cliff. Got a couple more games left to talk about. The return of Cam Newton. Who I just shat on all week this week. You know what's funny? The Panthers are paying Cam Newton's replacement. You seen this? Oh. Cam Newton's replacement replacement. Just to have Cam Newton replace the replacing replacement. Yep. And it's crazy. Hate to uh he like, just belongs. Where can I get thrown into the mix to where a team just gives me a random contract so I can maybe live a good life? <laughs> Give me a $2 million one-year deal, and I'll be a fourth-string quarterback. I'll get I'll get tackled by some big boys, break an arm or something. Yeah. I'll do it. Brother, you ain't kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, Cam looked good today. All right? He looked great. For a guy who came in, for a guy who's been – I've criticized. I sure shit didn't want him in Indianapolis. Right. Uh, for a guy who was released for Mac Jones, he came into the Carolina Panthers offense, which – their playbook is much different than it used to be, and uh, handled it very well. Had a rushing touchdown, and I believe a passing touchdown to kick off everything. A so pa- did so did PJ Walker start this game? Yes, and then Cam Newton just come in for a little bit. Yep, and just at the end. Yeah, crazy. that's cool. Good for him. I'm happy for Cam. It's a good, you know, whatever. Good for Cam. I can't believe the Cardinals lost 34 10 to the Panthers. Again, this human. This is like the, the what I was saying earlier about no Murray again, no DeAndre Hopkins. I knew Hopkins was out. And I didn't know Murray was out. He's Murray was out again. COVID? No. Injury stuff, ankle. Okay. And then... That makes sense. I didn't and know then, uh, what's his name? Cole McCoy got hurt. And they had that... Right. St- the other... The third string Stru- Straveler? Straveler, yeah. Chris Straveler. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Panthers went 34-10, to 10, improved to 500. They're 5-5. Five and five, And Arizona falls to 8-2. and two. Scoring drives for this game. Cam Newton in at quarterback. Up the middle for a two-yard touchdown rush, seven nothing. He did get an or- a sportsmanlike uh, conduct penalty after that. He took his helmet off and said, "I'm back." Mm, is that what he said? Yeah, he, that's it was, awesome. It was really cool Good moment. for him. Um, really cool moment. But yeah, Panthers up seven nothing there. And then Cam hits Robbie Anderson for a two-yard touchdown, fourteen to nothing. Uh, Zane Gonzalez hits a forty-four-yard field goal to go up seven nothing, seventeen nothing. And then we go into the second quarter. Gonzalez uh, hits a forty-eight and forty-nine-yard field goal, twenty-three zip. At halftime. Third quarter, Matt Prater, 47-yard field goal is good. And then Chuba Hubbard. Uh, Chuba Hubbard off the right end for five yards for the uh, for the Panthers. 31-3 lead there. And then in the fourth quarter, James Conner, 11-yard touchdown rush, 31-10. And the final point, Zane Gonzalez, 27-yard field goal is good. Your stats for the day, Philip Walker leading passer. 22-29, 167 yards passing, one INT. Cam Newton, three for four, eight yards, and a touchdown. 
Your leading rusher, Christian McCaffrey, 13 attempts, 95 yards. I believe he did go into the blue tent today. He's so good. He's so good. But, uh, yeah, I think a little bit of injury happenings. Uh, your leading receiver, Christian McCaffrey, 10 catches, 66 yards. And that's that for the Cardinals, your leading passer. Colt McCoy, 11 for 20, 107 yards and an interception. Leading rusher, James Conner, 10 attempts, 39 yards and a touchdown. And your leading receiver, Christian Kirk, 7 catches, 58 yards. That is that. We're moving on to uh, Seahawks and Packers. This game sucked. Um, Ooh, that's but an understatement. It was pretty boring for the first half of football. But the Packers prevail. They go on a little bit of a tear in the second half. 17 to nothing. They blank the Seahawks and improve to 8-2. Wow. Seattle falls to 3-6. and 3-6. and six. That's insane for that team. I don't think they're that bad. It makes the Colts losing them way worse in, in week one. <laughs> Week one is a little different, though. No, yeah, no, no, it is, but it's like even still, like no injuries, no like preseason. Yeah, it's just I, I like the Packers. Good for them, eight and two. But like seriously, when I put on a game and it's Wilson versus Rodgers, I'm expecting like straight up like fun. forty to forty four. Just so, and, and like yeah, that's the that's like the sick. I hope that's what happens. But I'm expecting like straight up fun. This was like anything but fun to watch. <laughs> Just, I'd rather like watch paint dry. I'm literally building a ceiling in my man cave, and like I had the game on and was more into messing my own ceiling up than watching the game. I'm listening to it. And honestly, even then, I was like, man, I wish I was listening to something else. Like, this is horrible. It's just like Russell Wilson really let me down. I'm I'm going on to say he's a bum uh, at this point, he, this, at least this season. He sucks. Yeah, they and didn't come back from the got you know he did come back from that injury, the I, thumb injury where he was doing fake huddles and stuff. But, and but for Rodgers and Wilson to combine for zero touchdowns and three interceptions, like what is going on? Yeah, it wasn't good. It's just like I get like the the Packers have like a good defense, so I get like Russell Wilson struggling, but zero points. I feel like Geno Smith could have done better. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, they activated him. They activated uh, Aaron Rodgers like the day before, so he was actually like. He couldn't just kind of go out there and be Aaron Rodgers. He had to relay everything. Yeah, might call you know calling. Yeah. So it was very strange, but definitely. Um, but yeah, Packers prevail in this game uh, at Lambeau too. Field. So good on them. I think sure. they're the number one team in the NFC right now. They, I think they're. Uh, well, I know. No, the Rams. They're tied with the Rams. The I know the the Packers and the Cardinals are both oh, eight shoot. two. So I don't know how the tiebreaker works. Well, I know the Packers that will have the tiebreaker over Arizona. I don't know if the Packers have played the Rams yet. The Rams haven't played. They're seven and two, so they have to win. So Green Monday Bay night. is number one, then Arizona is number two after today. Yeah, that's and how. And then the Rams would be three, three and seven and two, four. and then yeah, that makes sense. So the but the Rams could win tomorrow night, and I don't know how that tiebreaker works with three teams at eight and two. Right. So yeah, crazy, crazy. I feel bad for the Rams. They lose Robert Woods the day they get OBJ. Oh my <laughs> god, I could not believe that happened. Yeah, that was a little thing that. Yeah, they didn't think that he had a torn ACL. But yeah, they did. were checking something else. I I heard. Is that true? Yeah. And then they found that he ACL. did like a post practice press conference. And then they found out it was an ACL. They, Saturday. Th- he finished practice. They said. Yeah. What a baller. Disgusting. Man, I got a paper cut today, and I want to cry. <laughs> this dude's running around with an ACL. Like, oh, I know. Crazy. Scoring drives for this game. Mason Crosby, twenty-seven yard field goal is good to go up three nothing. Nothing happened in the second quarter. In the third quarter. Uh, A.J. Dillon off the right guard for three yards. And then fourth quarter, A.J. Dillon, a two-yard touchdown rush, 17-zip 
uh, victory there. Uh, but do we oh, we only talked about it before recording. A little concern, Aaron Jones, possible MCL tear. So keep in mind for that, fantasy owners, he did go in the blue tent. He came out crying. He went over to talk to his family. So not a good look there. Guess, guess who has Aaron Jones? Oh, yeah, but is that we're both? both? Oh, man, we're like Eskimo brothers. <laughs> Yo, we really are, <laughs> except for nothing good, just sucking in fantasy. Yes. Yep. Hey, yeah. Eskimo brothers and sucking go hand in hand. Stats for the day, Russell Wilson, 20 of 40, 161 yards, two interceptions. <laughs> leading rusher, Alex Collins, 10 attempts, 41 yards. And leading receiver, Gerald Everett, eight catches, 63 yards. For the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, 23 of 37, 292 yards. No touchdowns when INT. A.J. Dillon leading the rushers, 21 attempts, 66 yards, and two touchdowns. And Devontae Adams leading receiver, seven catches, 78 yards. That is it. Green Bay over Seattle, 17-0. And next, the Eagles beat the Broncos, 30-13. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I I could not have given um, lesser of a shit about this game. I was I thought for sure that Denver was going to be a six and four football team at the end of this week. I thought so too. Um, I see. I I don't know. The Eagles are just boring, and the Broncos are like the only thing exciting about them is Teddy B. And even then, they're like kind of boring. Like these are just two teams. Like I thought, I think they're fighting for who is the most boring. Did you see Teddy B make a business decision tonight? No. He could have stopped. A pick six. Stop. But he got up there and he goes, nah. It was like Cam Newton Super Bowl 50 bad. Like it was just- Dude, I would cut that player immediately. Like I coach basketball and like if I saw that, you you're on the bench until I I decide to get over it. Like Yeah. Like that's bad. I like my favorite my favorite play ever. Ever. Before my time. Ever is Don Beebe hustling down, down. Mad points in the Super Bowl, hustling to knock that ball out and tackle the dude like going in the end zone. It that my favorite play. I literally have a Don Beebe signed mini helmet because I love that play. Like that is the stuff that makes Heart, sports great. Right, Heart, hustle. Um, it's it, that like, that's just like no matter what you do, who you are, you should never give up on any single play. I agree on any sport. I, I agree. just I don't I don't care who it is or what it is. There's always a chance for greatness. Greatness is born. Yeah, it. it wasn't a good look for Teddy. I, I get it. You know, quarterback, uh, I don't know about and a franchise it, guy. but yeah. Maybe they tell him, don't. Yeah, it's I'm, possible. Maybe. But, but. I don't know. I've seen, listen, I've seen a lot of bad quarterbacks trying to trying to, uh, uh, to make tackles, a lot of bad efforts, but yeah. that was that was up there. At least try, like pretend you fell or something. Yeah. Yeah. But not much to say about this game. Honestly, it, it, it doesn't. You know, I don't it's, think it, it's, it's a te- two teams that probably are irrelevant. You know, the Eagles, probably irrelevant. Is Hurts good for fantasy, I guess? Um, <laughs> for fantasy, he's not bad because he gets rushing yards. He's great. He's Blake Bortles-esque. Yes, and I don't know if that means like he's good. If you look at his stats, he's really not horrible. Um, I hope that when it comes time to like extend his like fifth, get a fifth year option, Nick Sirianni is like, you know what? He's not a bad fantasy quarterback. Yeah, right. He gets the job done for yeah. my team. Yeah, and you know, I mean, you're four <laughs> and six, so like, what can you expect from him? But uh, 
in the Broncos, it's just like they're they're. I feel like they're a team that's gonna be stuck in limbo a little bit. But Teddy B, he's exciting. Besides, you know, not knowing how he's to put up the number. He's a good fantasy quarterback. Too. He is. He is. He's and, typically not terrible. But it's definitely this is a game between two teams that are. To, I mean, to to us, AFC. You know, you're a Colts fan. I'm a Bills fan. These are just two irrelevant teams to us to begin with, and they're already irrelevant based on their score, their standings. I don't know. Like the Eagles, they they were cool that one year they won the Super Bowl, but you know. I don't care. <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you. I uh, your scoring drives for this game. Phil, oh, again, Philadelphia won 30-13. Scoring drives. Jake Elliott's a 30-yard field goal to go up 3 nothing. Then they score a touchdown. Jalen Hurts to Devontae Smith for a 36-yard touchdown pass. 10 nothing lead there. Um, Melvin Gordon, my man, up the middle for one, one yard. 10-7 to lead. Second quarter, Brandon McManus, 21-yard field goal is good. Tied at 10 and Jalen Hurts hits uh, Devontae Smith again for a five-yard touchdown. He's so good, man. He's great. I love him. I hate him in fantasy because I don't have him, but I see the, his trends. Like I'm mm-hmm. a big pattern guy. Yeah. And this dude will have a terrible game. He'll get like two, three points. Yep. And it'll go off for a game like this. Yep. It's it sucks because and it I think that's uh, that's a product of the fact that he's playing with Jalen Hurts, who isn't really a big arm guy. Correct. And I think if you put him on. Really, any team with a quarterback that can throw, he's going to rack it up. For sure. Um, so, yeah, Jalen Hurts hits him for a five-yard touchdown pass, 17-10. And then uh, Jake Elliott hits a 52-yard field goal to go up 20-10. Third quarter, Brandon McManus, 28-yard field goal is good to go 20-13 uh, there. And then, this is yeah, this is the drive. Right? It was a fumble. It was actually a fumble recovery. My apologies. Um, let me see who recovered it. Oh, it was Darius Slay. 83-yard touchdown. I love Slay. He's great. He's good, man. He's, yeah, Darius Slay is a fun dude. Um, Darius Slay, 83-yard touchdown, uh, fumble recovery, and then the uh, closing moments of the game, Jake Elliott, 23-yard field goal is good, 30-13. to 13. Your stats for the day, Jalen Hurts, 16-23, 178 yards passing, two touchdowns, one INT. Jordan Howard, the leading rusher for the Eagles, 12 attempts, 83 yards. And Devontae Smith, leading receiver, four catches, 66 yards, and two touchdowns. I didn't even know Boston Scott was still on the team. He had 81 yards. He was today. the leading rusher uh, a couple weeks ago. I love that dude. That dude's good. I just don't know why he doesn't get like a, a role-playing job on, on any team that's not Philly. Because I know at one point he like wasn't even activated for, like, I don't even, I, don't, I haven't heard his name in a while. Right, it's been a hot minute. Um, cool. And then for the Broncos, Teddy B, 22 of 36, 226 yards passing. Javante Williams, your leading rusher, eight attempts, 48 yards. And your leading receiver, Albert Akwubungu. That was perfect. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. Akwubungum. 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 Nailed it. Three catches, (laughs) 77 yards. I actually have him. I think he's the tight end. Yeah, he is. I started. Can you buy his jersey just so I can see it hung up here? <laughs> Aqua Gabunum. No. <laughs> you, you know what? <laughs> no. You know what? You know what jersey I still want? I wanted this since I was a kid. You remember Ash and Yabuti? Yes. From the Bills. Yes. I want his jersey. I just wanted to say Yabuti. All right. <laughs> I'll see. What I, can I do. love that. I know a guy. All right. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Yeah, let me know. Hook no. me up with an Ash and Yabuti jersey. I got you. Thanks. All right, everybody. In your final game of the week. Sunday Night Football, the Chiefs and the Raiders. Sure results from Sunday night. Kansas City Chiefs defeat the Las Vegas Raiders 41-14. Chiefs offense returning a little bit. And uh, doing 
pretty solid. They've been a little lackluster this year. Uh, but yes, they win 41 to 14 in Vegas. They are number one in the AFC West currently. Your scoring drives are as follows. Patrick Mahomes hits Tyree Kill for an eight yard touchdown pass to go up seven nothing. Then the Raiders, Derek Carr hits Hunter Renfro uh, for a six yard touchdown to tie at seven. Second quarter, Harrison Butker, 40 yard field goal is good, 10 to seven there for the Chiefs. And then a, another Chiefs touchdown. Mahomes hits Tyree Kill for a one-yard touchdown pass, 17-7 at halftime. Third quarter, Derek Carr hits uh, Brandon Edwards, or Brian Edwards, excuse me, for a 37-yard touchdown, 17-14. And then Mahomes hits uh, something, and Gray, for a one-yard touchdown uh, pass, 24-14. Harrison Butker, 35-yard field goal is good. And then Patrick Mahomes hits Damian Williams for a 38-yard touchdown, 34-14. Fourth quarter, Mahomes hits Byron Pringle for a 22-yard touchdown pass, 41-14. And that is your final score. Your stats on the day, Patrick Mahomes, 35-50, 406 yards passing, 5 touchdowns. Leading rusher, Darrell Williams, 11 attempts, 43 yards. And leading receiver, Travis Kelsey, 8 catches, 119 yards. For the Raiders, Derek Carr, 25-35, 261 yards, two touchdowns, one INT. Leading rusher was Derek Carr, three attempts, 18 yards. And leading receiver, Brian Edwards, three catches, 88 yards, and one touchdown. But there it is, everybody. Kansas City, 41, Raiders, 14. And that's it for this episode. Uh, thank you so much. And on behalf of David and I, Till next time, the two-point conversation is good. Good.